On this week's Third and Forever, Kevin and I recap week five, go into our segments of Performance of the Week, Nathan Peterman Award, Stock Up, Stock Down, and preview week six, and end things as always with Two Minute Drill. All right, let's go. Third and Forever Football Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Monster, and as always, by my co-host, Kevin Olm. Uh, Kevin, how you doing? I mean, uh, I'm, I'm the same as I uh, as I was the last time we were here. Yeah. Um, you know, nothing nothing happened other than massive levels of Equinemius St. Brown hype, which cannot be satiated or understated. But still, uh, I'd, I'd like to I'd like to reflect that question back to you. How are you doing? Uh, so we're recording this a day early, usually because of some conflicts here on my end. But um, so it's Tuesday, October thirteenth. Um, we're not even forty-eight hours since Sunday night. You've been counting the hours. I'm sad. That's, that's fair. I mean, I so that that was a real like. I am inevitable Thanos moment. Yeah, you know, so like Russell is that—that's his whole brand. Before before we go into fully into it, um, some news: devastating injury to Dak Prescott. Oh yeah, um, yeah we we'll, about we'll we're gonna talk about the Colts or not, I'm sorry, we won't, we won't we'll go into that game a little bit, but just in terms of Andy Dalton kind of coming in and making some actually pretty impressive throws, but. Yeah, uh, devastating loss to the Cowboys, to Dak. That very well could be the last time he plays for the Cowboys. Um, in light of his contract negotiations in the offseason, it, you know, it, it's that much worse where it's like this is exactly why guys go out and try and get guaranteed yeah. money and like, stuff like this. Say what you want. Like I, I saw some stuff. I mean, I've seen numerous things about, like, you know, People don't like the Cowboys. We're we're pretty open about that. We're we're fine if they lose games. I have no issue with Dak Prescott. Like I like Dak Prescott. I think he, you know, he came out this year and spoke, brought awareness. You know, kind of spoke on mental health awareness and saying that he himself has struggled with it. And that that's something you don't really see often yet in the NFL. We haven't really seen that. And some of the media, including Skip Bayless, like took a shot at him, calling that like a weakness in the locker room for a guy to say he's bad. Had like. Some depression, but like his brother committed suicide, and so it's like it's it's ridiculous that that was even a I don't know, but yeah, no problems with Dak like at all. It's just it's unfortunate, and I just think like I think it's both because I saw some people saying like is Jerry Jones did he make like a savvy business decision or is he just a prick? And I said I think both are true. Yeah, it's like it's not a mutually exclusive question no. there. I mean Like I, you don't you don't not send a guy thinking like he's gonna get seriously hurt this year. And it's yeah. like no, like it just happens. There's no there's no way to look at a guy and go, you know what I think's gonna happen? I think his foot's gonna end up facing the wrong direction yeah. in week four. Yeah, so Dak obviously he got rolled up, he was just ran it for a nine yard gain and kinda got grabbed for, kinda from behind and he way he fell back, his foot you know, that's the problem with turf fields and, to the extension, some grass. Like, it's just a matter of cleats. If you mm-hmm. wear cleats and having something that sticks into the ground, you're going to have that chance of your, you know, your foot not sliding out. Um, and so it, his foot got caught underneath his body, and it wasn't like a dirty tackle or anything by any means. It's just, un, it just unfortunate how it happened. Um, obviously, he suffered a dislocated ankle and a compound fracture as well. Yeah. Um, it, it, he had surgery right away. Uh, seems to be, you know, everything went great in terms of surgeries go. I mean, but he's going to be out, I imagine. I, I heard minimum six to eight month yeah. recovery. Yeah. So in theory, he would be ready to go again next season. Yeah. Um, but his, know, his season's, his season's and, and done. since it was a fracture that broke the skin, you have things like Alex Smith had, and we'll yeah. get to him later, and, yeah. you know, perfectly balanced. Um, but, yeah, really, really tough injury. An all-time moment uh, where Tony Romo said maybe it's just a cramp. Yeah, and then they show the close-up, and you can see Dak like holding his his calf, and his his ankle it's, is the other way, or facing like way. a ninety-degree angle. And, and he's like, yeah, that's that's, that's worse. Like, oh, oh no! But 
Um, really unfortunate. Uh, in other news, we have our second coach firing. Coach Dan Quinn and GM Thomas Dimitrioff were both fired or relieved of their duties, I believe, is what their language they use. Arthur Blank is such a dork. He can't even say fire. I know. Like, I'm I'm done with him. I used to find him entertaining, but at this point... Yeah. I mean, I think, I think all Falcons fans, one of our good buddies... Um, oh, you know, thought, thoughts and prayers out to you um, in this difficult time, but I know, no, he's actually very happy. He's been wanting Dan Quinn and Dimitrioff gone for basically since 28-3. Um, it's controversial, but um, I, I still am on the side of I, I don't think Matt Ryan is the dude. I think that you got to burn the whole thing down and start over, rebuild around. I mean, you know, probably keep Julio... And Ridley would be awesome, yeah. but everyone else, I don't really see pieces worth keeping. Yeah, I think the way their season's going, I mean, they're 0-5 this year in a tough division. I, I don't see much hope. For, I mean, the playoffs are all but dashed. Their, win lo- their loss number is down to two they can have I don't see them going on a mm-hmm. on a 9 to 2 run here but but think about think about this in terms of you know looking to the future looking to rebuild as an organization you're in a division one of the teams has Brady mm-hmm. so that's only going to be a handful of years one of the teams has Breeze that's going to be like negative one more years yep. and then the others and um, the other team has Teddy Bridgewater who's so kind like, of always he's going he's kind of like a placeholder like they're not not really yeah. sold on him yet but like I mean, this is his first year getting, like, a full, like, all right, you're our starter. So so none of these teams have a super well-defined future. No. And if you can start the rebuild now, you can easily get find yourself. The, get ahead of that, yeah. Yeah, on the other end of that. Well, considering the salary cap hell that the Saints are in. Like, they're, like, yeah. like 60 million in the black. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess is that? No, in the red. In the red. In the red. The red, the black is good. Yeah, in the red. Uh, yeah. For next year, so not not great. Um, no. But yeah, obviously Dan Quinn, the eleven and five in twenty sixteen when they got to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, twenty three. We have the Bills, and that was not Diggs, by the way. No, it was not. I just like to yeah. Get a touchdown. We have uh, we have the Bills and the Titans game on right now, and Buffalo looks like they're going to be tying it up here with six minutes to go in the first after Josh Allen threw. Interception on his first throw. Tuesday Night Football. Tuesday Night Football. Yeah, <laughs> first time since like 1911 yeah. or something. We have no Thursday Night game this week, though. Insane. Um, yeah. But, so, uh, they went 11-5, and five, and the next year went 10-6, and six, and they, of course, you know, lost that ugly game to the, the Eagles in the division, where the Eagles then would go on and win the Super Bowl. Um, no need to rehash that year, and... Uh, then they've been seven and nine in the last two years, and now own five. So it makes sense. Overdue, probably. And I, you know, they, I remember last year. I think they started like zero and seven, and they ended seven and nine. So it's like they, they pulled out of a spiral last year, and it seemed like maybe the players are playing for Dan Quinn. But I just, I can't imagine why. No, <laughs> like, I, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, they started one and seven last year, yeah. and they finished seven and nine. So it's like still like. That's, and, and all of this can't help but shine a flashlight on the, uh, or a spotlight rather, on uh, the Jets. Just puttering along. Yeah, the Jets are still Adam going. Um, but, alright, let's are. let's go into our games. Uh, I'd rather start. Uh, I, I didn't have one, I was on by, so we're let's, good there. Let's just start with mine. Um, hang on. Okay, nice. now I'm ready. Um... All right, so this game's hard because, like, going into it, you know, we're one and three, Sunday Night Football at Seattle in the rain to a four zero Seattle team. Russell Wilson's probably been the MVP this year so far from the first quarter of the year. Um, I didn't have that high hopes, you know. I didn't, I didn't go into this game being like, "Gosh, if we don't win, I'm gonna be devastated." But then, of course, you have a game. Like we had, and here I am saying like Tennessee. I was I was disappointed that we lost. You know that game. I was like, how I don't, we should have won. Like we should we did everything we should have done. And we still lost this game. Like this was a gut punch. Like I thirteen nothing at halftime, which it, it felt like it should have been so much more. Well, and that's the thing that I, I you know I was. <sighs> 
talking to you know my my girlfriend, the Vikings fan, and I was like, I mean, you guys owned that first half. There was nothing that the Seahawks could even remotely no. do on either side of the ball, really. And the fact that it was only thirteen, I was like, that's not enough. No. That's not enough for the level of dominance that was displayed, you know? Like, you got to slam the door. It's got to be 28 to nothing after that. Yeah, and I, I just, you know, looking at the numbers, we beat we 31 first downs to their 18. Uh, third down, we held them. They were 0-7 on third down. Uh, we had 31 more plays than they did, over a, almost 1,500 more yards than they did. Uh, same amount of drives. Uh, we had more passing. We had over 200 rushing yards. We actually got pressure on Russell. Um, it was the start of the second half. It, it was, it. and that was yeah. It, it was an unfortunate swing that happened. Where it was a huge. I don't know if I've ever seen a momentum swing. No, and that dramatic. You know, there were some things. You know, we almost doubled their time of possession, and it's, you know, I. I thought, gosh, we played so well. And, like, I was saying it, you know, Mike Zimmer game plans Russell Wilson extremely well. It's not like the fact, like, yes, Russell had three touchdowns, but he he was pressured a lot. He was uncomfortable. He was never able to really get in, especially considering what he was this year. I mean, this was from just looking at it. Maybe not stat-wise, but even probably stat-wise, looking at it, his worst game so far. Mm-hmm. And you know it's a small sample size; it's only five. But I would not—I don't think it's far to say that this was probably going to be one of his worst games of this season. And it's—it's it's frustrating that how it happened, and you know that that third quarter right out of the half, you know that was such a crucial time. But we we fought back and we got we we pulled the momentum back where it was mm-hmm. at the very least half and half. You know, right out as soon as they took the lead by one, or but they went out. Yeah, I think they. They took the lead. I don't remember how much it was. It was uh, by two. I think that's what it was. Yeah, because at one point it was... No, it was by eight. So they were up by eight. And, you know, we came right back and... No, I don't know. I might be messed up on that. But we came back and we went and took the lead or tied the game. Like, right after they got the lead. Yeah. And so it's like, that's such a bit... And it was a long drive. We had several... Long drives. You guys had ten plus play drives. Yeah. They lasted a ton of time, and and it was it was just bizarre. And the, I, the game plan was great. The mm-hmm. execution at some points was what killed us. And and like I I don't think. And also Dalvin Cook going out in the third. That well, I think that, that made was a, a big hinge on the momentum too. That's yeah. when oh, that's when they that's apart. when they ramped up. And I yeah. I you know I. I don't well, mind I think, Collinsworth, but fuck Collinsworth for being like, you know, that Dalvin getting hurt, that's that's what's driving the Seahawks team. It's like, that's a terrible thing to say. Like, even if it is true, you don't say that. I, I like, think, no, no opposing team's like, yes, their star running back's out. I think he's right, but I think it's, it's more indirect than he was leading it to be. Yeah. I think that it was Cook's out. Which severely, you know, kneecaps the Vikings' offense because holy crap, it was the Dalvin Cook show. Yeah, that first had, half was insane. Like twenty touches in the first. He had a hundred. I think he had a hundred and thirty uh, total yeah, scrimmage yards in the first pace half for like a historic performance. It was insane. And so it kneecaps them. The defense gets fired up, gets a stop, gets some turnovers. The offense kind of feeds off of that momentum. So I don't, I don't think Collinsworth is right in being like, yeah, everyone's jazzed that Delvin Cook is hurt. But yeah. it, it was funny. My girlfriend went to the bathroom at the start of the second half. And while she was in the bathroom, Cook got hurt. And you guys went from up 13 nothing to losing by one point. Yeah. She came back and I was like, I don't even know how to explain how poorly things have gone in the last... Yeah couple minutes it was just insane yeah and and i think you know madison obviously was fantastic coming off the bench and it just you know but it's not the same and what were were madison hurt being having him being in there instead of cook obviously like we have to talk about it the fourth down so i i'm curious what your take is on this but I, i love going for it I like going for it in theory. In the context of this situation with Russell Wilson, either way you're going to give him the ball with a decent chunk of time. Not if you get it. 
Okay. If you get it, then they they, they okay, only had okay, one timeout. Two, time. two of the three scenarios: get it, don't get it, or kick a field goal, which you assume you would make, right? Mm-hmm. So field goal and don't get it. You give Russell Wilson the ball back with a bunch of time. Now get it, you win, but your awesome running back is not in the game. Right. <laughs> I think that's an error. That I mean, Madison is not a slouch, but with Cook. I think you definitely get that. I you mean, know, like 99 times out of 100 rather than 80 times out of 100. I, th- I think it's... So, he was averaging over... Before that play, I'm pretty sure he was averaging like six yards a carry. And I think he ended like just under six. But... So, he was gashing them constantly. You know, and but the thing is, nice day. it was to the left. We... Drew Samia... He is a he bomb. Is Holy crap. terrible. Why we let Josh Klein go is beyond me. And, like, I hate that I'm saying this, but holy shit, we need Elfline back. Like, he's been out. And it's like, we we need someone there because Samia ain't it. And it's like, I mean, we, we can't rely on that. I mean, he gets blown up every fucking play. And... He also just has an annoying face. Have yeah. you noticed that? Like, every time they show him after he holds... And he's saying he didn't do it, and he clearly did it. And yeah. it's just, I don't know, it's not a good look. And I also want, I, I want to apologize on behalf of every Viking fan that bashed Riley Reef Because he's currently, I think, top four, top three tackles per PFF. He has zero penalties against him, zero sacks allowed, zero pressures allowed. He's had a hell of a year. And this is after a year where he re-restructured, so he's on like the cheap and it's like, Get those it's like a prove it. You're like, you're like, yeah, that's pretty good. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, that's pretty sweet. Maybe that's all we needed to do for him. But, um, you know, I, so, this game, like, I don't, I don't mind that play call even. Like seeing it, like obviously the product was not great. But I don't know if you've seen the overhead, the overview of it. Where he cuts um, to the left. Where I'm, I'm just going to show you. Not have. So I'm. This is good. This is a good podcast. Yeah, I've, I've I'm seen, showing yep, him. Yep. Good um, radio. So you can see yeah, seen this where picture, he, yeah. he. All he has to do is bounce that right there. I mean, there's a huge gap. I mean, because like I don't know I, it, how it's not there that, that long. But also, I just want to point out there's Samia hanging out, not great on the crowd. Um, <laughs> and so it's one of those things where. Cooks in the game, he bounces that, and he walks in the end zone. Yeah. Like, it, it, and then we go up by whatever, what, we were, I think we were at the time. scores at that point. At the time, it was, yeah, we were at five, we would have been up, um, yeah, going up 12. And so, and the game would have been over, under two minutes, the only one timeout. Yeah. Barring, onside kick. Barring insane craziness, but onside kicks this year are so hard, because they can't get running starts. Yeah. Um, which is weird because we've seen like I think more recoveries this year than I think before. It's twenty twenty. That makes sense. Um, and so again, I don't mind that because up until that point, you know, their even their second half, I mean, their longest touchdown drive they had was four plays, fifty eight yards, and so that was their longest scoring drive before that point. The Seahawks definitely escaped. Yeah, absolutely. That, and that, that's the only way you can you can really describe it. Yeah, and I, it's it's hard because you know I love the strides that our young defensive players are making, and a lot of young players in general. And I really, really like Gladney and Danzler as uh, the as two corners. And there were some there were some times Danzler had a tough one. There were there were some times where yeah it was when Danzler was on like that one the deep one in that last drive to DK where he missed he lost the ball he just simply lost the ball and that's why I mean he overran it obviously it was a good thing he was an underthrown ball because he was there and then he just you know it's one it's one of the worst looks I've seen a corner have like it's almost worse than just getting beat and then um, Gladney was he shut DK down. I mean, he plays big. He plays big. You know, Danzler actually is, like, has the length and the ability to kind of contend with those bigger receivers. Gladney does that, but, like, it's, like, because he, like, plays like a, you know, like a bulldog. Like, he doesn't back down. And there was times when, like, mm-hmm. where they were in a, where they were blocking each other, but he was trying to block them. And Gladney was giving, you know, not giving him any yardage or any ground. And, you know, you could tell it frustrated DK. Like, DK, like, gave some extra shoves at the end. And Gladney just like just sits there and kind of gets into his face about it. It's like, 
I love that about a young player. It's like he's, you know, a player that you don't you need that many undersized corner if he's going to be undersized. Because now pro well, corners are like 6'2", 6'3". Everyone next to DK looks pretty undersized. Right. So. And so, and he, I think he only held him to like three, he maybe like two catches for like 14 yards. I can't, I, it was something like that. And it like might the not first half been, you're talking? No, for the whole game. Oh, when when Gladney was two. on. Okay, when Gladney gotcha. was on yep. DK. And so, you know, I, it's challenging because even on that fourth down play where they scored, an, another time, like I think every game, I mean, it's not it's not crazy to say this, but like every game, there are a handful of plays, one crucial play where if Hunter's in the game, the outcome's different. Where if you look back at the play, Russell's rolls out to a right a little bit, and you have you have Odenabo, who's was our who's replacing Hunter. He comes, he gets a free run at him. He gets off his block and has a free run, but he hesitates. He kind of like stops his feet and kind of like looks like he's like trying to like anticipate something and then he runs. And that split second hesitating allows Russell to have that throw completely unaffected. Mm-hmm. You know, and even if he, if he keeps going, he either can sack the guy or at the very very least disrupt the play. And, and where it's not going to be like a perfect throw that Russell had. And I'm not upset that we lost the Seahawks because that happens every year because we play them in primetime at their place every year. Um, they've never played at U.S. Bank. Um, the last time they played at Minnesota was the Blair Walsh in 2015. And every other, every year since, we've been at their place in primetime. And mm-hmm. so I, I'm i not faulting it. I, I like that I saw it. It just sucks that we lost this game because like we it was right there, man. And that's that's been the case for a lot. Like, there's a good chance that we should have been that we currently should be three and two, with a very good shot of being four and two going to the bye and then having you guys. And like, it, it that's how that's how little, you know, the margin for error is. Like, it's a play here and there, and you know, it it's going to be one of those years where. This is just, I feel like it has seven and nine written over it, written all over it. I mean, Grant, I think the hardest games we have, the reigning the schedule, are you, uh, Tampa Bay, and New Orleans. And it, New Orleans and Tampa Bay depends on what team you're going to get. Yeah. You could have either one that they look like they're terrible and they suck. And so it's like, of those three, we have to pull off and upset at least one of them. Mm-hmm. Our loss number now is down to three. We have to go eight and three, which looking at the rest of our schedule is doable. You know, we will probably lose to we'll lose at a, at least one or probably two of the Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Green Bay, and we'll probably lose the Bears at Soldier Field because, of course, yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm not ruling it all out because I liked what I saw. You, you can't give it up hurts. hope. You can't push the panic button no. anymore. It just, it's, it just in a, it's in a weird spot. But all right, I don't. I don't really want to talk much more about it, Dalvin. I hope. I hope you're okay. I mean, my, he's sitting this coming week, and then you guys got to buy. So I think. I mean, it's not confirmed. He's if he's sitting, but probably should sit. I, I I think that's where they're leaning right now. Anyway, that's mm-hmm. that's what I've heard. Anyway. Yeah, it was an adductor strain, but you want to just get him. Get him two full weeks of rest, and he'll be good to go for. Could have been a lot worse grabbing his knee. He grabbed like in, inner I thigh. Know, he was grabbing something. He I grabbed like, inner thigh. Okay, but I saw a non-contact knee no. adjacent, and I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> that would." Yeah. All right, let's let's go on to the other one. Um, Raiders Chiefs. The the Chiefs have lost. Um, Patrick Mahomes has lost for the first time by more than one score in his entire career. This is a one score game. Hmm? It's a one score. Was it? 40 to 32. That's a one score game. More than seven points then. Okay. That's, that's sad. That's in, yeah. fucking insane. It, I mean, damn. <laughs> like, that is insane. Because <laughs> he has played in... Because I guess he missed some time. Uh, how many games has he played in? I mean, what's that got to be like? Including playoffs too. Upwards of 30. He's played in 36 games. Yeah, so... And that was the first time he's lost. That's not including playoffs. 41. 41. 41 yeah. games. Oh, he's and he lost football. That's insane. And, like, I don't know. This this didn't really seem... 
you know, this this is a division game. You know, you get some of these wrenches thrown in the works. And the Raiders are not a slouch either. No. They're a pretty good team this not year. Not at all. They, they kind of, I heard someone say they knew they they couldn't stop Kansas City from scoring 30. Yeah. And they, they, you know, because you got to play them twice a year, so you specifically game plan for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And you know you can't stop them from scoring 30, so you just got to go out and score 40. You got Josh Jacobs, Henry Ruggs had a good game, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. <clears throat> that, uh... That's kind of, and it worked. And Nelson Aguilar still plays football. See, apparently. I don't know. Kind of touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I I, think it's, you know, it was just a shock. I mean, I wasn't shocked because it is a division game. I remember, I think we talked about it last week where we were looking at the Chiefs' schedule and we're like, I don't see them not winning like 14 games and like they're probably going to lose. And we said, mm-hmm. you know, I think... We're like, yeah, one of them probably will be to like to the Raiders or someone in their division or something the like Raiders that. The Raiders or the Chargers. Yeah, they also I mean, like they, they, uh, you know, it's it's a division game, so no matter how bad the team is, like it's they they know them. So I I'm gonna put out a little little bit of a take where I I I think that the the Chiefs is great as much as I love Mahomes. I think they need to try to have a little more balance in their life. Like And is that coming from a Clyde Edwards Hilaire owner? Um in fantasy. Partly, <laughs> but also ten carries for forty yards. Like I, I, I just feel like I mean they only had twenty carries. Oh they were playing down this entire game, you know, they were in comeback mode the whole game. I guess, but a lot of that can you you could argue that saying like they get their head where they have to it's just constant passes and you you know, you have two incomplete passes, you're looking at a third and ten. And then the defense knows you're passing the ball. It's like, I just feel like there is something to be said about having some, not not saying a 50-50 balance, but have some bit in there where then I feel like that makes that would make Mahomes even more deadly if that's possible. And I, I just, I don't know. Like I, I think their creative plays are great. I think they need to chill with the end arounds. Teams have really played those well now. Like you mm-hmm. don't see them busting end arounds because they happen four or five times a game. And I don't know. I, I they, think they also did lose Sammy Watkins in this game, yeah. which I mean, you know, we make jokes about Sammy Watkins. He's had a halfway decent season in mm-hmm. terms of you know, kind of being that shorter down and distance possession. Yeah, guy. He, he's like if, if if Kelsey's not available, he's usually always like there for like to get the sticks moving. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think it was a great great game by the Raiders. I thought they played how you have to play the Chiefs and being like we have to score. Like every single time we get the ball, because the Chiefs will put up points, which they did, thirty-two points, and it was the, it was a, a dud of a game for the Chiefs defense. I think they got they got punched in the mouth early, especially in that second quarter, and you know they were stumbling; mm-hmm. they couldn't really recover. They were stumbling, and it's going to be interesting because guess who they play next week? Uh, who? Uh, oh, the Bills. That's Josh, right. The Josh yeah. Allen and friends. Yeah, so that's going to be one to watch. Um, <laughs> but then they get to play the Broncos and the Jets, so regardless of how that goes, they should get to have a couple of Yeah, by midseason, you know, they'll probably be like 6-2 and two at the very least. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought it was a great game by the Raiders. Keeps the Raiders, you know, they're, they're a stingy the Ra- team. The Raiders know. are frisky. They're very they're frisky. They're quite frisky. Yeah, they get, the, they get the frisky, the F for frisky. They, they, get, they get the certified the good frisky. Because when they lost to the Patriots, and I mean, losing the Bills this year is not anything to, you know, be besmirched. But they went out, they beat the Panthers, they beat the mm-hmm. Saints week one and two, and it was like, maybe, and then they had some doubt. But, yeah, they're, they're thoroughly frisky. Yeah, they're a frisky team. Frisky with a capital F. Oh no, we lost the stream. Um, Keep talking. Right back. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on to the Colts Browns. Um, I mean the legal broadcast that I pay for to watch football. <laughs> uh, I mean hell, hell of a game by the, the the Browns offense just keeps rolling. I mean, Stefanski's the truth, man. Like he. He's turned this team four to four and one. I know. Dude. It's that's, insane. That's crazy it's to insane. say out loud. Like it's. It's very weird. Yeah, and then you know Baker had two picks, but like he he's I feel like what Stefanski does with quarterbacks and like kind of like because he was our he was our longtime quarterback coach mm-hmm. and then obviously offensive coordinator last year. Um, he what he does he like he like molds them and kind of like keeps them if they have. 
bad tendencies. Like he like we're just gonna keep those hidden for a little while. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna we're gonna try to keep that under control and contain that. Push and like that's down. what he does, which is what you want, especially you know if if you know your head coach. Like that's the benefit of having a a quarterback friendly head coach. Um, well, and the other thing about Stefanski, I mean, you know, definitely not take anything away from him. He's doing a great job, but. You know, the situation with him and the Browns is perfect. They, they're perfectly suited already when he comes into the kind of system that he wants to run. Yeah. You know? I mean, Nick Chubb goes down and they don't miss a beat. They're totally fine. I think they like, have it, Hunt. it literally was, like, the perfect team to go to post-Vikings. Mm-hmm. Because the Browns, even before then, they had, like, their now especially. They're, they've, like, molded themselves. Like, they've had, they had... Two, two athletic and talented wideouts, um, and you had a solid running back with even like almost like a committee. Like Kareem Hunt is very is obviously very good. He's starter caliber. Yeah. Um, but Chubb, I would say, is is better. But so I Chubb is better, but Kareem is probably the best change of pace back. You know, in the whole league. Yeah. If you're going to call him that. Yeah. And so, you know, they they had a lot of pieces kind of similar to what Stefanski had with the Vikings. And so it made it, you know, with a quarterback that kind of like shows flashes here and there, but never going to, in the elite group, and probably won't be, but like mm-hmm. has that ability to be, you know, to crack in the top 10 yeah, and whatnot. And B- like, Baker's a good example of a guy that, you know, like you, Baker could win, you can win a Super Bowl with Baker. He's yeah. not going to be an all time elite tier one quarterback no. unless, you know, something changes, yeah. but he is going to be, you know, he's not going to lose you football games. No. And so, which is a nice change of pace for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. And so I, I think, I think adding Stefanski in there is, you know, obviously it's been working in four and one. Um, can't really ask for much better, especially after getting shellacked the first week. Well, yeah. And that one is against the Ravens and it was an ugly loss, yeah. but Ravens are the Ravens. They yeah. won 14 games last year. Yeah. And you know, they're four and one. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Philip Rivers again continues to look old and bad. He is so old. I can't deal with it. He never. I, so I, I was, tried watching part of this game, and it made me physically ill. I was watching. So we we're, were waiting. My dad and I were waiting to watch Sunday night, and they were showing the highlights of the around the league, and they showed this game, and I saw Philip Rivers, and I saw him throw it, and I'm like, you know, Philip. He never had like a pretty throw ever. No, but I'm like, it's gotten worse with age. It's such a push throw. It's like a shot put. He just kind of like just palms it forward. It's this ugly throw. It's never placed where it should. No, be. it's never what it you know what he should be doing ideally. And then he has just like he just starts yelling at everybody. Yeah, and it's such a bad look when you can't back it up at all. Yeah, you know where it's like. Well, you know, before he used to be able to kind of, you know, he would yell and be a little bit embarrassing, but at least he got stuff done, and now he's just old man yelling at Cloud. It's not good. Yeah, no, I don't know. And, like, I guess he doesn't have to do too much, but, like, the times where he does, not it's not good. It's, no. It's not, it's not good at all. No, it's quite bad. Like, he just, I don't know, he doesn't seem to have... It anymore. I didn't think he did, but like he definitely does. He, he he. We are we are sure now that he does not. It was no. not a problem of being on the Chargers. It's a problem of being Philip Rivers. Yeah. Um. All right. We can move on to segments unless you had another game you wanted to mention quickly. Um. Let me consult my notes here. I don't think there's anything that was overly. Uh, I, I my 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 Bengals got. Uh, Got torn to absolute shreds yeah. by the Ravens, which was to be expected. Um, um, I, I guess, yeah, nothing else we can really... I, I Texans think we'll, got their first win. Yeah, after Congrats. kicking Bill O'Brien out. Weird how that happens. It's against the Jags, but yeah. Um, I, I will talk about some games. So are, are you going to talk about the, the Niners yep, at all? Yep, I will. Okay, are you going to talk about the Chargers at all? A little bit. Okay. Um, all right. Let's go into performance of the week. Uh, Kevin, I'll let you start off. Who's your performance of the week? All right. My performance of the week is Mr. Chase Claypool. 
Oh yeah, he was you know the sensation rookie ma- rookie receiver for the rookie the Steelers. receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I mean he let's see now something with the the Google stuff. It's not pulling up any of the stats. He had four touchdowns, three yeah. receiving, uh, one rushing, just an absolute buttload of yards. I mean, I think he probably racked up like what sixty fantasy points or something insane like that. It, it was, yeah, it was insane. It was a wild day for him and. You know, a guy that I heard, yeah, okay, so he had seven for 110 and three uh, through the air, you know, some rushing mixed in there for another touchdown. I mean, he was everywhere. And, you know, for for a team, you know, he's out there next to Juju Smith-Schuster, who's doing absolutely nothing. Um, I mean, he had, he had a hell of a day. It's, you know, it's up to, you know, I guess we'll, we'll see what happens in the future if this was a one-off moment, but if he can sustain any semblance of that production, he's going to be, you know, a big guy for a long time. So we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, he he currently had, I, I will tell you, he had 42.6 fantasy points in our league, mm-hmm. which uh, is pretty good. Um, Honorable mention to, uh, let's see, Travis Fulgham on the other side yeah. of the game. <laughs> and if you're asking who, you're not alone. It's some guy on the Eagles named Travis had like 110 yards and a touchdown too. Yeah. All right. Uh, my performance of the week uh, actually goes out to Derek Carr. Um, he this is kind of kind of cheating a little bit because it's, I'm going to include his year, but he went 22 of 31 for 347, three touchdowns. He did have the one pick, but um, he was still given a 92.2 QBR rating. Um, he, and he was against the Chiefs. That's, that's pretty good. Like, that's, that's, I feel like that's tough for an opposing quarterback. Like, mm-hmm. going against, when you know Mahomes on the other side, like, you almost have to feel, it's probably a good and a bad thing where it makes you want to feel like, I gotta go have a day. Yeah. But, because you but know you, the other guy's but probably you going to. have to have a day. Yeah, you yeah. have to. And so, he's, I, Derek Carr's having a sneaky good year this year. He is... Currently has a 73.1 completion percentage, thrown for 1400 over 1,400 yards, averaging of 8.2, uh, 11 touchdowns, one pick. Um, it's pretty good for a quarterback rating of 115.9. His best year. He had a good year last year as well, but um, yeah, he's, you know, it, it's paying off a little bit. Maybe you just don't need to have him on hard knocks because... It, it wasn't, you know, although then that, he, he just, did have a good year last year. keep the oil away from his arm. Yeah, he's... Fine, he just can't be trusted to make his own decisions. Yeah, it looks like he's going to be having a a pretty good rest of the season. His projections right now for oh, the rest... Stephon Diggs took his helmet off. Oh, it took it's, his helmet it's off. A, it's a it's no, a thing. No, it's not a promo. He just took it off and oh. then they cut to this. Okay. Just, that's, um, a, that's a shot, everyone. So... He's currently projected to have 4,614 4, passing yards, which is a record for him, and 35 touchdowns, also a personal record, and only three interceptions. Obviously, it's a small sample size, but it's a great pace to be on. So, and, the, and they're sitting, you know, they're they're not they're not in a bad spot. They're a they, serious they playoff are, hopes. They are primed for one of those three wild Yeah, they're three and season. two, second in their division. Um, so, hats off to him. Uh, I also want to throw an honorable mention to... Justin Herbert, uh, he had a hell of a day last yesterday, and it's unfortunate that they lost. Chargers are going to charge her. There's, there's a serious problem with Justin Herbert that I feel we need to address sooner rather than later. What? I did not catch the actual game last night. I was preoccupied, but I did see a bunch of highlights of it, and I was kind of keeping track on my phone, so I got the gist. Yep. There are multiple highlights on YouTube from the official NFL account that call him... Herbie fully loaded. Gross. We need to not let that become a thing. And I maybe you, you, well, like, you, you don't like you, that you don't want to breathe life into it by even talking about it. But it you don't like that classic. It is a horrible nickname. Yeah, it's not if great. My name was my last name was Herbert. Someone called me Herbie fully loaded. I think we'd have to fight. You know, like you, need, you need something like catchy, like playoff Damien. And yeah, like, like one of the one of the all time great nicknames <laughs> that, <laughs> that like Joe Buck calls him, and and that's that's it. Her, Herbie in the play? No, no, just nothing with Herbie. I think Herbie's the problem. Herb, Herbie is really bad. Call him Herbert fully loaded. I don't give it. Just, yeah, the Herbie. It, oh, it's 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 really bad. Yeah. So I wanted to head that one off he, in the past. He just just in the Herbert time. Yeah. <laughs> 
Justin Los Angeles. I don't, I don't know what's going on Unless here. Unless he starts dating Lindsay Lohan, he cannot be called Lindsay <laughs> Uh Yeah, so he, he went 20 of 34, 264, uh, four touchdowns. And some of his... He throws a pretty ball. Like, he does. Like, mm. he had a couple of throws where he's escaping the pocket. And he, you know, almost like a jump throw. And he just fought, he found, uh, I think it was that touchdown he threw to Keenan Allen, I think the first one, where he got him, like, mm-hmm. in the corner of the end zone. Like, Dude, shades of Josh Allen. Like, he... <laughs> <laughs> and so, I don't know. He was... It was good. Like, I don't remember much to him. All right. Nathan Peterman Award. Uh, I'm going to go first. Going to stick with this game. Uh, it's gonna go to Michael Thomas for oh. for punching his teammate <laughs> literally in the face attacking his own team and getting suspended by the team <laughs> by one game for one game. He, that's why he's not playing. Um, apparently, do you know the the story? I don't know the story no. So the story about it it started because Malcolm Jenkins, safety for them, mm-hmm. apparently in practice last week called him Slant Boy. <laughs> <laughs> And, and Michael Thomas didn't that's, take to that. That's entirely. fair. That's a fair. But he didn't nickname. punch Ma- Malcolm Jenkins. He punched uh, like Gardner Johnson, like another corner or something. <laughs> Probably was John. But yeah, it started from Slant Boy. <laughs> slant Boy. <laughs> that's so bad, but so great. Like, and then he goes up and he punches some uh, other dude who's like not as. Of course, he probably had his helmet on too. Oh, that that's an all time football <laughs> yeah. player move to punch a guy wearing a helmet. Yeah, at least with hockey, they have the the mindset to take yeah, their helmets off take and their, their helmets gloves, and the gloves off and all that stuff. No, um, oh. yeah, Michael Thomas. That's fair. God, what if is next Antonio Brown? Maybe he actually might. No, he's probably going to be like the next. I don't know. I want to say Ocho Cinco, but. I feel like Ocho yeah, Cinco was not... name for that, But though. Ocho wasn't, like... Ocho wasn't antagonistic crazy. No. He was chaotic crazy. Yeah. Like, he was just full-on... Yeah. It's like, you need someone more, like, antagonistic. And I don't... I don't... I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. I'm sure there is something. Someone. Ocho Cinco was chaotic neutral. Yeah. In the in the alignment chart. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, that's that's my Nathan Peterman Award winner. My Nathan Peterman Award winner... We've we've discussed this ad nauseum uh, offline. Tom Brady has dementia, <laughs> and I'm so I upset about this. it. <laughs> it. It felt like so long ago. Honestly, it, it did feel like so long ago. But Thursday night football for those of you that weren't graced with this performance, Tom Brady threw the ball basically away into a guy like yeah. he was just not even remotely open on fourth down, leading yeah. his end of the game comeback which is a turnover on downs, and then turned around and started telling the ref, no, now it's fourth down. He pulled the old second breakfast with the fourth downs, and I, I, it, it, there was no spike involved, which I can kind of see being confusing, but also, like, it, your whole thing is that you're, like, you, your game IQ is a million, and yeah. that's... That's the whole point, because physically you're not the most gifted dude in the world anymore. No, like you're that. That's that's the whole pitch is that you're really smart, and you do that, and the Bears can't keep getting away with this shit. Yeah, because they mismanaged the end of that game to the point where you know they their clock management they deserve to you know potentially lose that game based on that, and they got bailed out because Tommy couldn't remember what down it was. And it was an all-time bad look, the screenshot of him holding up his fingers. Yeah, that's, that's an all-timer. That's not good. Um, all right, let's go stock up, stock down. <laughs> My stock up, uh, the Browns making the playoffs. Ah. They are 4-1. and one. We already talked about it. Uh-huh. They're, unless this collapse happens, they look pretty good. They look pretty good, which is weird, and, but it's so fitting for 2020. Like, yeah. It is so perfect. I agree, and I really think that division could, you know, send three teams, potentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, my stock up, uh, Baker Mayfield, sticking with the Browns. Yeah! Uh, with, with the win this week, he is now tied for the winningest quarterback in uh, First Energy Stadium history with Ben Roethlisberger at 11. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a bittersweet moment. Oh, boy. Hopefully he can get one more win this season. In his this... own building. Yeah, in his own <laughs> building. And, you know, 
They'll take Roethlisberger's picture off the wall or whatever they have on yeah. there. <laughs> Dog pound. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, good, good, good job, Baker. <laughs> Something. All right. Uh, my stock down is the 49ers making the playoffs. Uh, hangover's real, folks. Mm. Um. Jimmy Garoppolo. He looks bad. <laughs> he got bad. He looks quite bad. Uh, even so, this is where let's let's talk about it a well, little let, bit. Let, let me clarify. He looks great, obviously, but <laughs> physically, but yeah, he, he at look, football, he, he's the best looking bad quarterback in the whole league. Yeah. So they played the Dolphins at home. You'd think, you know. I mean, the Dolphins aren't. I think I think the Dolphins maybe still. This, get this a was also bit. a Fitz Magic. Oh day. my God! Derek Henry killed somebody. Watch this. It's Josh Norman. Oh, oh! He just threw him he aside just like threw a rag him into the sideline. Didn't oh even pause. Um, so this was a Fitz Magic day. <laughs> oh my God! By the Dolphins, like he went twenty-two yeah. of twenty-eight, three fifty-three touchdowns, ninety-nine point one QBR, literally point nine from being perfect QBR. Mm. Um. That's pretty pretty good. Garoppolo, on the other hand, 7-17, 77 yards, zero touchdowns, two picks for a 1.4. You could almost take his QBR and give it to Fitzpatrick and have been perfect. Like, that's that's how bad it was. Um, yeah, not 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 good. Yeah, and it's, They're 0-3 at home. I know fans, like, aren't there, but, like, that's... You probably shouldn't be 0-3 at home. Well, and you can also... It's weird because... Like, I don't, I don't really understand. Like, they don't have anyone either. Like, no one is having success. And you could say they're banged up and stuff like that. But, <coughs> like, they have three quarterbacks and none of them are playing well. Yeah. It's a problem. Like, they've only beaten the Jets and the Giants. That's not good. Like, they've beaten the yeah. two worst teams. And they've lost to the Cardinals by four, the Eagles by five. And now the Dolphins by 26. Yikes. I, I have a hot take that the uh, the NFC West is a bunch of frauds. Oh. The Seahawks have no defense. The Rams are 4-1, and one and they've beaten all four NFC East teams and lost to the only non-NFC East team they played all year. <laughs> um, the, the Niners we've covered, and the Cardinals uh, lost to the Lions. So... Yeah, and then Cardinals just beat the Jets. Uh, yeah, and they beat the Niners, who apparently are frauds. You know, so like right. I don't know. I just I have a hot take that that might be a sneaky bad division instead of a good division. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Um, but all right, who's your stock down? Uh, my stock down is the uh, the Jaguars. It's a couple weeks late. I mean, things didn't go awesome for them anyway. But when Ryan Fitzpatrick beat them a couple weeks ago. I just saw this stat this week. He became the first quarterback in history to beat a team, the Jaguars, with six different teams. That is a wild stat. He is the only quarterback in the history of the league to do that, and it's very Jaguars that that would happen to them. And they're kind of just falling apart. I mean, you know, from from a wider perspective, they just kind of looked like shit this week again. And this was after starting out, you know, relatively hot with some buzz, and I, I, I don't, I don't know what to do with them. Yeah, I, I don't know because like, like Gar- I mean, they got shit pumped by the Texans, who looked super bad, you know, yeah. a week a week ago. And how did the Jaguars beat the Colts? How did that happen? I don't know. Because that, that's that's what it was. <laughs> how did that happen? Like, oh, maybe the Jaguars are good this year, and they're super not. Yeah, Minshew is like fine. He's not great. He's not horrible. They also just like don't have dude. Like they're throwing to Lavisca Chenault Jr. He like I should play for the Packers. His name's so long. I mean, like he was a standout from Colorado last year in college. I guess that was I I can't. You know, they they don't have like a big name weapon that was already established. I mean, DJ Chark, but he's not having a great year. No, they traded away. They had it. Allen Robinson. They traded him away. Yeah. Leonard Fournette left. My stock down every week would be Allen Robinson for having to play the Bears. <laughs> he's a terrible quarterback. Poor guy. He's so bad. <laughs> um, but he's always produces. 
Um, all right, let's preview week six. A uh, lot of good games this week. Um, Falcons at Vikings. Uh, this, this shouldn't... I said smash this, that over last this week. This shouldn't be hit, so. close, okay? We are 1-4, and, and yes, they're 0-5, but we are so much better than a 1-4 team. Like, looking around the league... Like another no, one-win teams. I'm, I'm just going to point something out. You know, last week the Texans fired Bill O'Brien. They come out and they win. Uh, this week the Falcons, you know, they fired Dan Quinn. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. The Texans have a lot better of a defense than the, uh, a lot more people on defense, I should say. The Falcons. Yeah, I know the Falcons defense is And also, bad. Deshaun Watson. I think. It's Deshaun Watson. I think that. This game will be more like what I thought the Seahawks Vikings would be, where it's like thirty to forty. I I'm gonna go on a limit. I I think the defense plays really well. I think they're gonna continue. They're gonna to be fair. I think they're gonna come out of come into this game very angry, like just the whole team, which is good. I I think they're gonna have you know if you want to put a chip on your shoulder, do it. Like uh, like what, what's the line here? Do we know that? Uh yeah, the line for this is Minnesota's favorite. We're home. Um, Missile's favored three and a half over under fifty four and a half. Um, I hit the over. I I would say I think the line is I think generous to the Falcons. I think it should be more than three and a half. And like I don't know. I just think that like Matt Ryan, sure, but like also every time we played Matt Ryan, like he's sucked. And Julio is not probably won't be playing. Probably won't. Pro- probably won't. Probably won't. Okay. If he does, he'll be very hobbled. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't think this. I don't think this game should be close. But I. I could be. I'm going to probably be surprised. But we'll see. Um, uh, Packers at Bucks. Uh, I believe that. No, it's not a prime time. That's that's just a no, three o'clock it's an afternoon game. Yeah, that's probably just going to be like the. Oh, it's the Fox. So it's that you get the Aikman Buck crew. Um, not terrible. Not terrible. Um, Green Bay's favorite, one, one, one and a half points uh, as an away favorite, and over-under is 54 and a half as well. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's all going to be dependent on what Bucks team plays. It's all going to depend on the Bucks. I mean, the Packers are going to get Devontae back this week. and I mean, I make jokes, but, you know, if Equinemia is St. Brown, the, the thing about it is we've never seen what he can do because he's never been on the damn field, so maybe he's passable. I mean, I don't think Lazard is a physical freak. So if he can be that, you know, in the offense, that, it, you know, it can't hurt. Um, we'll see if the, the Tanyan can strike twice here. But yeah, Equinemia St. Brown has not logged game time since 2018. Yeah. Where he played in 12 games, started seven. He recorded 21 receptions for 328 yards, a long of 54. Zero touchdowns. Yeah, so and, and I mean that was the same year that him and MVS I think were drafted in the same year. And boy, that's like basically a, the same guy. That was a long time ago. Uh, oh, that's when uh, you guys went six nine and one. Yeah, that's the McCarthy year. The, that's the right. last year of McCarthy. Yeah. yeah, and so I mean we'll see. I'm you know I, I make jokes. I'm not out here actually thinking that you know St. Brown is going to go off, but yeah. he's definitely Tony won't. They have the Bucks. What they do have, they have. A really fucking good run defense and really fast athletic line. Yeah, but their nose tackle got hurt. He's done maybe for the season. Oh, Vita Vey. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be a big loss for yeah. them. Um, and you know, if Tommy can remember to take his meds and what freaking down, I'm sure he'll beat us with like an immaculate fourth quarter comeback. What's going on with Godwin? Is Godwin is he going to play? I don't think so. I really don't. I I can't. I haven't heard anything about it specifically. He, he didn't play last week. Oh, I guess he was. He's been back at practice. He's back at practice. So, so that's noteworthy. Yeah, because I think uh, Mike Evans. He was like running at practice. He might may not have been with the full team, but and Mike Evans is active. Yeah, still he's never been inactive. Watch out for Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller, yeah, yeah I'm sure he'll be the one that just yeah, diet West Welkers, yeah. <laughs> Wes Welker in the making. Wes Welker in like a Mission Impossible match. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't I don't really think there's much. To, I mean, if 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 I, the good bucks show up, then you might have a little to worry about. But 
Just wins that the Packers offense can keep rolling, you know? Like, yeah, Bucks they... Bucks will probably which is weird to say, but Bucks is like the best defense that they've faced that they'll face so far. Yeah, and I mean, but you you look at the Bucks and their games, they put up 23-31, 28-38, and then 19 against the Bears. So, you know, if you hold them to less than 30, I think we got a really good chance. Yeah. Um, all right, another game I wanna I wanna highlight is Brown Steelers, actually. Um, the Browns just keep getting games where they just keep getting tests. Like, Miles Garrett revenge, or who's getting revenge? Is it Miles getting revenge, or is it depends it on what side you Steelers believe. Steelers getting revenge. I don't know. I guess it depends on whether or not the racial slur was actually uttered. I think that would probably sway public opinion. Yeah, I mean, I just Miles Garrett didn't strike me as a guy. Oh no, that was Mason Rudolph. That's Mason slur. Rudolph. I just feel like... My, Mason Rudolph does kind of strike me as that kind of a he guy. He kind of strikes me, but at the same time, do you have any ideas of balls State? you would have to have right. to be yeah. looking at Miles Garrett and be like, you know what, I'm going to pull out of my bag of tricks yeah. here. <laughs> the thing that's going to make but I, him but I also kill like, me. But also, like, Miles Garrett is, like, everything that you see about him and, like, interviews and, like, he, like, he doesn't believe that dinosaurs existed, I think. <laughs> like, he, like, when he was on Hard Knocks, like, he's, like, a really, like happy dude so like that's where i'm like kind of like i think regardless i think he went over the line for sure obviously like that's like straight up like murder that's like attempted homicide yeah q q adam schefter assault Assault. (laughs) but i i don't know i just think like something definitely was said that crossed the line because i just don't see him going doing that without being seriously like provoked or something happened it's it's weird but yeah i don't necessarily see him as like a sue-like character but, who's but gonna make a career no, out of being no a he, dirty he doesn't have like dirty things and i think that oh oh i didn't even comment about this hmm. um this goes back to the viking seahawks game um flowers trey flower i think it was trey flowers quentin flowers whatever his name is the uh, db the safety for the seahawks um the you did you watch the game i watched most of it okay he had a hit on Irv Smith, who made a great catch over the middle, and he got, like, lit up, like, immediately, and he kind of, like, fell back and held on the ball. It's like, for a first down. Flowers came flying in, hit him just straight helmet to helmet. Like, completely defenseless. Worse than Harrison Smith. No mention of it. No mention of it. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, literally having a week after, I was like... Well, Harrison That's got worse. suspended for zero games and fined like because like, he has zero history, like a cheeseburger. So I think he has zero history. I don't That's know if why. And you guys did end up winning that game anyway. So I'm not I sure know, if the grievance but it was is pretty super damn close. Well formed here, so pretty damn close. I mean, their their defense is bad, but Flowers is one of their bright spots. Him and like Shaquille Griffin are like probably their bright spots, especially their secondary. They're probably their best two players now that Jamal Adams is out. But like. I don't know. The fact that there was zero talk about it in the broadcast, where that's all they talked about. Obviously, there was a call about it, but, like, they were still talking about it, and it became a thing, like, after the game. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's just, like, that's one of those things, like, eh, I, I didn't want to go too much into it, but, like, that's, I don't know. Your it just happened. is noted. It happened a week after, so I'm like, this is ridiculous. Twitter was ablaze. Um, well, isn't the guy that Harrison killed like still in concussion protocol? And BC Johnson is that who it was or Irv Smith? Irv Smith. Irv Smith is okay. Yeah, but that's not. That's, gonna, that's not. That's not. That's not impacting. When you, when you have the, to on, stop playing, I'm talking, drag a guy off. I'm the talking about on the field. Yeah, kind of stuff. But that's probably another reason why they didn't talk about. We it get penalized because our guy's tougher. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Because our tight end's tougher than their tight end. We get penalized. Unbelievable. I, if you can't see you it, if you can't soft. see it, if you can't see it, I'm grinning like an idiot right now <laughs> saying this. Adam's about to hop out here with the take the deck isn't soft for the mental health. He's soft for his damn ankle. It was a cramp. It was just a cramp. Nothing to do with him being my fancy quarterback. Surgery. And seriously hurting my chances. <laughs> Fuck. He was on pace to break like every record. I know. <laughs> I'm so upset. He was my target this whole year. We Obviously, I'm more upset about... We talk about Alex Smith um, playing football. I, I texted you. I can't believe he actually got in the game. Because yeah. like, he had to be. 
it was a nice moment when he got back in the game. I will say, after hearing the like ninth analyst, like it brings a tear to my eye. I'm like, he played a few snaps and like didn't do very well, but like good for him. He's yeah. Back. Like I just people were acting like he like cured something, and I was like, no man, he's just. He's just getting sacked by Aaron Donald and walking away. Like, that's cool, but I, I don't know. I think we all need to chill out a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Pittsburgh favored 3.5, over under 51. Yeah, as we were, as we were saying. As we were yeah, saying, yeah. this one could be, I mean, this is another test for the Browns. If well, they pull Steelers this one off. defense looked like hot shit the yeah. week against the Eagles. So, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Uh, and then the other game I wanted to point. Obviously, we talked about it. No. Uh, Chiefs at Buffalo playing the Bills. Um, good chance. Monday night. These are the best two teams in the AFC. Er, wait, Monday at four? Oh, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, because of the the Bills and the Titans, all the schedule changes and all the, mm-hmm. the stuff. But, yeah, it's me Monday at four. Thanks, Titans. Uh, yeah, I know. Dumbasses. And so, I I'm excited about this one. I don't I don't really know. I know I'm definitely not going to want to keep playing the Bills defense against this game, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. Um, but that's kind of what I had. I guess we could have if the years were if the year were maybe a little different. The Rams 49ers could be interesting. Maybe not less now, um, but beginning of the year that looked really good. Um, even a couple weeks ago, that looked good. Ravens, Eagles, kind of the same thing. Um, there, other than that, there's some. I, I'm, I'm dubbing games. the Rams and the Niners the fraud bowl. Mm-hmm. I think they're both fraudulent. No, I don't. I don't I'm not selling the Rams being frauds, but 49ers. Let, 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 me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me sell you. All right. They beat the Cowboys by three. Yeah. They beat the Eagles by eighteen. It's pretty good. But it was kind of close. They pulled away in the fourth quarter. Uh, lost to the Bills by three. Uh, beat the Giants by eight. Beat Washington by 20. I'm not saying they're a bad team. I'm just saying they're not a top-tier team. Mm. I mean, the, I don't know if, the, I don't know if I'd call the and, Cowboys and the, like a bad... Like, and the thing is, like, the Niners the Cowboys, are, Cowboys are even good. Like, bigger frauds. <laughs> so the Rams will continue to be fraudulent and win this game this week. And both teams will stay fraudulent. So mm-hmm. whatever happens, I I win. Oh, also, um, I want to also go on record saying that the Seahawks they continue their trend of never being able to play a normal game. Like all of their games, they always play have just been are just weird. Something weird happens in them, or they go down the wire. Something crazy happens, and I'm glad that we, I can continue that trend for them, which is great. Dread it, run from it. Yeah. Russell Wilson still arrives. Yeah, I know. Oh, he is um, inevitable. No line for the Chiefs-Bills, so I don't know. Probably the Chiefs. I, I think they're probably going to wait on this one. It'll probably come out. I think the Chiefs will probably still be like a couple the, points The Chiefs favorite. will be a couple point favor on the road, but I, I'd only give them, you know, maybe two or three max. Maybe give them like a, a field goal. Yeah. But um, I think it should be a good game. It'll be a big test for the Bills. Um, all right. Let's go on two-minute drill. All right. I think we both have four, so it doesn't matter who goes first. Uh, you go first. Okay. Ready? Go. Are the are the Bears actually going to make the playoffs? Um, yeah. Damn it. They're going to be like the seven or the six. That's terrible. I know. Um, who would you rather have rest of the season, Andy Dalton or Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan. Who wins the NFC East now that Dak is injured? Um, the, uh, I'm going to say the Eagles. My next question, do the Eagles win the NFC East? I'm going to say no. I think the, I think the Andy boys. Dalton gets mm. them better than the Eagles do. Mm. Still going to probably go in as like an even a 500 team or maybe even a losing record. Yeah, but they, they ain't getting a wild card, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, what's wrong with the 49ers? Uh, they're devastated by injuries on defense and on offense. Jimmy Garoppolo stinks. <laughs> I mean, that's, there's no other way to say it. He's just, not, just, just let C.J. Beathard be your starter. Like, he'd do better. 
Is Kaepernick still in shape? <laughs> like, no. That would be fire. That I think he's saying he doesn't want. He doesn't want to play in the NFL. Yeah, he doesn't I want to mean, play football anymore. I, I guess. Yeah. If he, if he was an option, that would be the move. Um, we kind of talked about this, but he specifically I, is Michael Thomas the next AB. Uh, crazy scale. Yeah, he's he's getting up there. He's, he's getting like, there. He's getting up to the top he's, of the roller coaster. He's getting there. Um, who wins a game first, the Jets or the Giants? Giants have Washington. Jets have the Dolphins this week. If not, then I don't the, know. The Giants win this week. Oh, at, the, at and the home. Jets don't. And actually, my final question is about the Giants. Oh. Uh, is Daniel Jones a bust? So far this year, he has two touchdowns, five picks, and four fumbles. I wouldn't say he's a bust because I'm pretty <laughs> sure their like entire team is only scored. I can tell you. Uh, their only team has t- scored a total of six touchdowns all year. Like Isn't the Giants' that offense. Fault? Yeah, they're terrible though. They have zero blocking. They're all just pretty bad. I don't know. I he had a good year last year. Like, so you're saying there's still hope for the D Jones era? There wasn't a whole lot to begin with. I, I wouldn't disagree. say. I don't. I don't throw out the bus term super okay. lightly. He, I think worst case scenario, like he. He he's, could he could be the next he can be the next Eli Manning still. Yeah, wow. take that as you will. The ceiling. Yeah, wow. I don't, I don't know how you want to take that, but Super Bowl MVP, huh? Twice. Yeah, <laughs> twice. In uh, time. Perfect. All right. Well, this has been a disappointing week. Uh, I'm glad it's over after this one. Uh, current update in the game is about halftime. Uh, looks like the Titans are at the very least going to get a field goal out of this. There's 20 seconds left. They're winning 14 to 10 against the Bills. Uh, there's a flag on the play, but that's probably a wild one. We'll, we'll obviously talk about whoever winning this game next week if it turns up being interesting. Otherwise, we won't mention it at all. Um, all right. This has been the Week 5 recap and the Week 6 preview of the 3rd and Forever Football Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Kevin, final words. The Jones era. (laughs) 